Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Jason Gillette, and I just want to talk. Today's story, today's show is about going against the grain, even when it's difficult or unpopular. Usually going against the grain is unpopular or difficult. And so I thought about this quote I remember when I was in school. And as from Winston Churchill, it says, this is no time for ease and comfort. It is time to dare and endure. And my educated guess is that that's during the World War II surge where he's trying to get the allies to join him to take down Germany. But the point is that there's time for ease and comfort, sure. But when we're going against the grain, we're trying to do something that is going to make us more successful or bring us one step closer to the success that we want. Time for ease and comfort comes to it's, it's an end. It's time to dare and endure. It's time to challenge yourself. Be daring. And I like the endure part because that's the effort, the consistent effort. And so I thought that that quote was really fitting for our show today. And I thought that I wish I would have heard that sub 25 years ago, you know, where were you Winston Churchill? (laughs) But it reminds me of an instance where I had to do this scheduled fight. And it was, it's weird when I grew up and where I grew up, we had like every weekend we, you know, we just, we go hang out, we play hide and go seek. But then we had these sessions where we just fight. And, and I don't know how you sign up for that. Um, I don't know how you get disqualified. I tried both. Um, it, it just wasn't my thing. And so we would, you know, it was like a full on production in some regards because it was, you know, every week we had, you know, matchups, right? You had, you know, you had skinny LaMarcus versus nappy Nate, you know, something, you know, these little edgy names and, and it was, you know, this, this, this full on like planned schedule thing. And I'm like, well, why, why do we have to do this? And so I, I, the, my first time being selected to, 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 participate in this um I was about 10 or 11 and my brother was like all right Jason this is how you this is how you fight so you know just you know keep your you know keep your guard up and you know just uh you know just keep jabbing and focus on you know keeping you know keeping your guard up so you don't get hit in the head and I'm sitting here more confused on why I have to fight in the first place than taking in the, the, the useful knowledge of how to defend myself in this moment. And so I'm sitting here like, okay, well, why are we fighting in the first place? I forgot. I, I didn't, I didn't get the, uh, the flyer that told me why I'm here. And so my brother didn't even, I it was almost like I wasn't even talking. 
because he just kept going about hey so and you want to you know keep your keep your knuckles keep them tight you know what i'm saying because when you box them up you want to make sure that you you know you're getting solid hits the whole time i'm asking him uh so why am i doing this again as we're having this conversation, there's a circle forming right around the, 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 the boxing ring or the, the fighting circle is starting to form. And so I'm like, OK, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Me and my brother would fight in the house. So we were at a rough house, but that was, you know, it was plain. It wasn't like this is like somebody I don't know, you know, or I actually I've never fought. And so it's like, holy crap, this is this is a little bit more intense. And so everyone's like kind of getting amped. And so I look across to see who I'm fighting. I'm like, well, you know, maybe, you know, they, you know, there's another new kid that moved in and it's like, you know, let's pit them, you know, let's, let's do it by weight class or, or by, you know, I don't know, by, by aspirational goals. I'm not sure how to sort that, but, um, they put me up against the dirty kid and I'm like, what? You know what I'm talking about, right? It's like, there's that kid, like everybody, every neighborhood has that one kid that you know can fight because they got, you know, scrapes and scratches all over, you know, t-shirt ain't white. It's, you know, it got some stains on it from like, you know, from the ice cream truck and, you know, I don't know. Unkept is unreal as as it seems. I'm like, what? You pit me up against this guy? I'm like this. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I think this is a little bit much. Can we evaluate this? Like, how? And so he's like ready, and he's you know, and I'm like, oh, not the dirty kid, please. Like, can I fight the kid with the flat top? Because at least you know, you don't want. He doesn't want to get his hair messed. So at least we'll have some level of. Hey, look, we both have something to lose in this. You know, let's. You know, I don't want to mess up my shoes that I have to wear to school, and you don't want to mess up your flat top. So we have some opportunity to negotiate. So I'm trying to see how we can leverage that. No, they put me up against uh, the dirty kid. His name was Ronnie, man. Oh, dude. And he was the kid that no one really messed with because he was really quiet, but you could tell like he was, you know, like no joke. Like he fought, you could tell there was some scrapes and scratches I saw. And I'm like, uh, he didn't get that from playing on a jungle gym. I'll tell you that right now. And so I get in this circle. My brother's like, yeah, man, go. And he's hyping me up. And I'm just like, I guess I'm part frustrated because I don't understand why the world I'm here doing this. And then I'm part terrified because I'm like, dude, this kid is going to try and like, kill me and I don't even like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> and so I say time out first time you can ever you can only call time out once in a fight like you never you only get one it's like a phone call from you know from jail you only get one of them or I don't know if that's still the case or not but I had to call time out I'm like hey time out hey let's talk about this <laughs> you know I'm like and that was so well received that the next sound I hear is a swing from, I don't know where he, I don't know how long his arms are. His arms had to be like nine feet long. Cause I was, I was sure that I had a pretty good distance away from him in the circle, 
But then again, obviously not because I get wrapped in the head and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. What's happening here? And so the, the whole time I'm fighting and trying to communicate, like, why am I doing this? And sure enough, it's falling on deaf ears. No one really cares. They're all excited about the fight. A few seconds later, I get hit in the head and I'm like, okay. And then that's, I guess, a instant breakup fight. Cause I'm like, well, I got hit in the head the first time. What happened to the first six times I got hit in the head? Did you not break up the fight then? Like what happened? And so I guess on the seventh time when you get hit in the head, it's officially like, okay, well, you know, the kid clearly doesn't know what he's doing. And so I got a few hits in. I mean, let's not, let's not, let's not play ourselves. I got a few in, you know, amongst the discussion that I was trying to have, but I got a few, no big deal. But my brother takes me aside and he's like, you got your butt whooped, man. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he's like, I just taught you. He's like, now nah, I'm going to fight you. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. This is ignorance personified. Why? Why? And so he's like, no, look, Jason, next week I'm signing you up. You're doing it again. And I'm like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. Why am I not being heard? This is not a good idea. And so the whole week, I got butterflies in my stomach because I'm like, man, they're going to put me up against the dirty kid again. And sure enough, here comes Saturday. We're all playing. I don't see the dirty kid. He doesn't come play hide and seek with us. I'm like, oh, good times. Good times are coming. And so, hey, we finished hide and seek. Nowhere to be found. And I'm like, yes. Until he pops up around the corner. And I'm like, oh. And so the circle forms. My brother's taking me in the, in the corner. And he's like, look, this is where we're good. And I just said, okay. Like, the frustration started to outweigh the fear. The frustration of having to go through something as pointless in my mind is that, again, started to outweigh how afraid I was. And so I, I turned to my brother and I was like, John, this isn't me. I'm not doing it. And he looked at me like, are you like, no, my, no. That we no, you're not punking out. Like you're not punking out. I'm like, well, it's not about punking out. I'm not punking out, but I am there's no reason. If there was a legitimate reason, then maybe that's a different scenario. But I don't see a reason. And he's like, it's because this is what we do. We have to protect ourselves. You gotta get tough. It's tough out there. And I just looked at him and I, I just, for some reason, I just, I didn't get that. I didn't believe that it was that tough that where I had to know how to fight every week. I just didn't see it. And it didn't resonate with me. I was all one for, for defending yourself. Absolutely. If someone's threatening you, you by all means do everything in your power to defend yourself. I fully co-signed on that thought. 
I didn't see the point in that instance. And so I said, no, I said, no, I'm not doing it. And everybody, when my brother said, he ain't fighting, he ain't fighting, he's, he's not doing it. Everybody's like, oh, he, and you know, the names, you know, started raining down. But I didn't care. I was, I was more like, hey, can we, let's do something else. Let's have some fun doing something else. Is this the only way, is this the only thing we know how to do? The crowd dispersed. I mean, it's, I mean, disappointment at least. Ronnie, he looked at me and he walked up to me and he's like, hey, you don't have to be scared. This is how we do things here. You know, in his 11 year old voice. And so, I responded, I was like, I know, but it's not, I don't, I don't want to do that. And then he said, with something that I thought was really interesting, he's like, then you don't want to be here. And he walked off. And he was right. I love my friends. I love the things that we did as kids. We, we had a good time, but that wasn't, that's not how I want to live. I didn't see the point. And furthermore, I felt that if I had to fight every week to live in a neighborhood, then maybe that isn't the neighborhood for me in the first place. Maybe Ronnie's right. You know, the next week, not as many kids came to form that circle. And in the subsequent weeks, Fewer and fewer were interested in signing up to the point where right after we finished hide and seek, we started playing a new game called adventure. And all we did was we would just explore the neighborhood as a group of kids. And we started going all over the neighborhood. We find different apartment complexes and then we ran into new kids and we found new friends. And so then our group grew before we knew it, a year later, we had like 30 kids in our neighborhood all playing and having a good time. No more fighting, though. They didn't seem as interesting. There were so many kids that we started playing baseball with what we had. We started playing basketball. We definitely started playing football in the streets. We, were, we had tournaments where we would play one street versus the other. And we started having these, these competitive fun games that we played every weekend. And so I did something that day when I said I wasn't going to participate. I punked out by definition. I did. But I also in the words of Winston Churchill, I dared and endured. I said, no, I don't want to do it. And I stuck by it. And when I was confronted about it, I said, it's not me. It's not what I want to do. 
dare and endure. And so we do this so often, right? We listen to what we should do, even in the face of what we want to do. And that's not to say that, of course, we need to be irresponsible, but it's saying that there's something to that little voice that's saying, yeah, I don't want to do that. And there's something to the feeling of being uncomfortable in that unpopular space and sitting in there and enduring in that space. It's often said that the road to success is often lonely. And in instances like that, when you have to be unpopular or go against the grain to stand for what you want, it is lonely at first. And then you have people who believe and see the same things you do. And you start attracting those type of people. I made a lot of friends in the neighborhood after that. No one made fun of me about not fighting or nothing like that. Not like the first day. But you know what? They respected it. I always would defend myself. That would never change. But I just said I didn't want to do something that I didn't see a point in doing anymore. It takes courage to move from ease and comfort into daring and enduring. Because everybody wants ease and comfort, right? That's what we all live for. We want to be happy and comfortable. But to truly do that in a way that defies mediocrity, you got to dare and endure. And so as you are pursuing success, whatever that may look like for you, continue to dare and endure the challenges. It'll be worth it. Matter of fact, I have a hunch you'll come out even better on the other end. If you haven't liked, like. If you haven't subscribed, please do. And if you haven't shared this, what in the world is wrong with you? Share it. We need everyone to be successful, to do the things we really want to do in this society. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm your host, Jason Gillette, and I just want to talk. Thank you for tuning in.